0: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily
1: on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. I feel great, and I feel like I can play this game at a really high level. Um, for me, I just want to be able to help a team win. And I feel, again, like I said, I feel like I can play at a high level. So I want to um, you know, be able to help a team and, and show them that I can play at a high level to help them win football games. Will that be in Minnesota? I don't know. I hope so. I hope to retire a Minnesota Viking. I grew up a Vikings fan watching
0: Chris Carter and Randy Moss, yeah. and I want to retire a Viking. Will that happen? I don't know. This is also a business. and yeah. uh, I also, again, want my opportunity to show that I can play at a high level. So We'll see what happens. Ooh, Ooh, Adam
1: Thielen on first take. And there's more where that came from, which we will get to. As, as you know what, we appreciate Declan Goff. We appreciate when when Purple Daily, even when Phil is not here, and by the way, he'll be back on Monday, uh, Judd and Declan, we appreciate when an athlete goes to a place of reckless speculation because that's what Adam Thielen was doing. He's going to a place of...
0: Speculation.
1: And so we are going to follow him down that path. But before we do, do that, we want we'll, to we'll, of course remind you, Purple Daily, brought to you by our friends at TCL. TCL TV. Uh, the greatest place to watch TV. It might be sports. It might be movies. It might be your favorite program. I don't know. It might be on Netflix. TCL TV is the place, though, or is the TV. Uh, to have in your room that you want to be watching. And also by our friends at Surly Brewing, another one of the proud sponsors of uh, PD. We appreciate their involvement now for um, a long time, actually, oh, yeah. in being one of the primary sponsors of this program. And it's almost the weekend. So I'm going to remind you, you know what? There is no question about it. A lifetime contract. So Thielen might go elsewhere. We'll talk about that. But you know who's got a lifetime contract What's with that? Sports Dad? The hmm. Surly Farious. lifetime contract, this, this, this guy, I I don't know what a beer is, but it's retiring (laughs) with sports dad. Okay. It's not going to ever leave sports dad's team because Surly is the official beer of this show. And quite frankly, it should be the official beer of the world.
0: You know what? It's going to be like 40 degrees potentially on Saturday. Oh, might just have to hop over to Surly. And if they got that Rose on tap with spring in the air, Judd, that Rose beer, I'm not even a Rose guy. I don't like wine, but the Rose beer that they got on tap at the Surly beer hall, Oh, and on, on the warm weather, I know and the sunshine. Fan. I know I'm a you're big a big fan.
1: fan. Big fan. Go outside. Go outside. Duck out on the deck. They'll they'll probably have the fire pits going a little oh, bit, yeah. right? Yeah, I'll be see really you feel comfortable. Exactly right. All right. So let's get to it. So so that was just to set this whole thing up. Adam Thielen yesterday was making the media rounds. So he's probably being paid by a sponsor to be there. He also was golfing in, I believe, in the pro am. Right. Correct. Of yeah. the Open in Phoenix which is going on right now which Declan loves of course because he he can then uh he can then go on underdog and put on in all types of props um and so Thielen then made the rounds he started I think on first take in the morning and what he said there was interesting because like there is uh I don't know if they asked follow-ups or not but he left a lot open for interpretation. I'd like to retire a Viking, you know, I want to, but I want a chance to be, to basically be me. Um, Very far from he, yeah, well, of any end. Yeah. Well, right. Answers. And he didn't, yeah. And he didn't say, he didn't say injuries stop me. Right. Like if he had said, I want a chance to be me, but injuries stop that in 2021. Right. That would be be like, okay, he's not talking about the Vikings. He's talking about his predicament. Sure. Uh, at least from an injury standpoint. But in these comments that that you just played, he definitely opened the door for I didn't get that chance with the Vikings. Well, he then appeared uh, on Thursday afternoon or late morning on the Pat McAfee show where he got more into details and said this. What is going on with you and the Vikings right now? Yeah, so we're working through some stuff because I got a big cat pit, and my my contract fully guarantees on, I think, March 16th or something like that. So they're going to try to do something, but we'll see. And the conversations have already started or no? They have, yeah. Okay, so you're in the middle of those conversations. We're in the middle. And we have until March 16th? Yeah, pretty much. Thirty-seven days. Plenty of time. Hey, That's it, yeah. That's it, give, it all right. give them a bonus and put, give you minimum salary and give it all in a bonus. Cash over cash. How pro we do the, the whole thing. That'd be fantastic. Okay, good. Cash up front. Let's, let's go. tell them to do that. That's yeah. yeah give you all the money no, up just, front yeah. Yeah. earlier than what you're expected to get. Yeah. I won't be mad. And then we prorate it over. Everybody knows it. it's the yeah. same game. Everybody's doing it. Just got it. done. Sweet. All right. Let's get into it. So let's let's first set the table with what the contract is. Because this is the most important thing. It's no surprise that there are talks ongoing about the Lintz contract. Because 2023, base salary at the age of 33, $11.8 million. Okay? But here's the numbers that matter. His cap hit for next year is $19.9677 million. Here's, Here's some more problems. If you cut him pre-June 1st, which would probably have to be the scenario, the dead cap that accelerates for you is $13.6 million. Now, you get some savings, but the fact is what the Vikings are doing proactively, and it's very smart, is they are discussing how do we restructure with you. I'm pretty sure that they said, rightfully so, we want you to take a pay cut. Like, we like we don't want to give you all of this. This is a lot of money for a guy who's coming off injury problems, who's aging, and who, quite frankly, it might be, you know, if we just look at it realistically, Declan, a number three receiver on the team next year. I don't think there's any guarantees that with DeLand's with inability to get separation now, which, yes, he was hurt, but he's also older and he's just slowing down, that he is definitely the number two. Um, As we heard on the first take thing, he talked about the fact that he wants a chance to go back to being who he thinks he can be, which is an incredibly productive. Basically, I think he still thinks he's the guy that played with Stefan Diggs, which was a 1A, 1B in his mind. I think it was probably a 1-2, but it doesn't, at this point in time, matter what Judd thinks. Um, Within the the later stages of that McAfee interview, it was broached about, hey, you'd look great with the Packers. To which Thielen said, let's see how the Rodgers retreat goes first, but he didn't close that door. Um, where do you stand with this? Because it's very, very clear from what Adam's wife put out on Instagram, I think, right after the season, and now from his comments, it's very clear that there is a decent chance we are getting to the part of what I like to call acrimony between the two sides.
0: Yeah, and a couple of things to clarify, too. I th- Thielen said March 16th. so March. Nineteenth is when that base of eleven point eight becomes guaranteed, so that that's kind of uh the not doomsday I should say, but the ticking clock situation of if he's going to be here or if he's going to have his salary locked in the March nineteenth is is the deadline basically of when eleven point eight of the nineteen point nine is guaranteed uh so what, whether that's on the Vikings or with another team that's part's going to be guaranteed as his contract currently stands um I think that sounds mostly like a guy in the, in the, in the comments he made on First Take, and the comments he made with Pat McAfee, like a guy that knows I'm probably not going to be making that salary that I am with the Vikings as currently constructed. right? Like He knows I have a high cap hit, and he kind of says it you know, a little sarcastically. And it's like, yeah, you know you have a high cap hit, and the team probably wants you to take a pay cut. And if you're not interested in a pay cut, and then if you're also not interested in a restructure, uh, well, to me, that sounds like the team will eventually be either be shopping you, or they're just going to eat their loss and and say, "Screw it, we're done with this. We, we'll we'll just accept the 13 penalty and then take some of the cap savings and then an additional more cap savings uh, in future years." Um, and then also, what is what is kind of uh, a little bit intriguing to me is how he said last season that, well, you, get, you can't get written. You know, we we did the song and dance last year with dealing, right? They they restructured him. Uh, they lowered the cap hit a little bit. They added a void year in 2025 of $2.25 million. That's also on his contract's uh, situation. And he said, oh, I can't get rid of me yet. So he is, he's honestly aware of of this awkward song and dance of the restructure or the cutting and the trade talks and rumors and all that stuff. And the condescending nature of it uh, with me is just kind of what it frustrates me the most. Look, he's got a lot of touchdowns. His yards has, has dripped uh, only like, what, one 100-yard game since 2019 or whatever that is, but he's also caught, I think the fifth most touchdowns. So he's still a very viable red zone target. He's still a a reliable wide receiver, but he it's clear. He's no longer the guy he was from five years ago, because that's what happens when you turn 33 or you're entering your age 33 season in the NFL. Uh, To me, I I think we're we're seeing the end of it. I I personally think this is either going to result in a cut or it's going to result in a trade. I don't think he's interested in taking a pay cut uh, with the Vikings. Look, he's made a lot of money in his career and I don't, I don't blame him at this point for not wanting to take a pay cut. And he also thinks he can still help a team as currently constructed as a more viable option uh, compared to where he think where the Vikings actually value him on their pecking order. So I, I personally look at this as someone that is probably entering his final days with the Vikings and the Vikings will eventually move on. That's where I'm at.
1: Now that there is a chance that he will take a cut. Um, I don't know on that. Like, I like I can't tell exactly. But just to, to be clear, too, so if he is cut um, in March, to your point before that contract uh, locks in as guaranteed, uh, the Vikings will take a dead money cap at a $13.6 million. They will save uh million. You know, A.J. Hawk, the former Packer linebacker, talked about cash over cap and restructuring the contract, and they just give you your your money immediately and get the cap hit down. But here's the reality. Dillon's not worth his contract. Right. So this is not a, oh my, this is not, you know, this is not when he was, I don't know, 28. And you said, well, we love this guy, uh, but his cap hit is hurting us. So, hey, can we all sit down and agree to give you all of your cash basically up front to get the cap down because you are so important. You know what this is, too? It's tur- I feared this would, ha- would happen, and it has. This is unfolding Kyle Rudolph, too. <laughs> yeah. These longtime guys who get here and don't see the disintegration and think, well, if I only got my chance back. And, and look, I mean, Rudy was the same thing. And they signed him to another contract, which is exactly what they did here, much to my chagrin. Don't do that. You don't need to sign him to another contract because now you've locked in problems. You know, kicking the can down the road is okay. If the guy has a lot left, if the guy doesn't, you don't owe him Jack. I don't care if he's from Detroit lakes or Detroit, Michigan or, or, or Europe. Uh, I don't care where he's from. You don't owe him that. And you know, it felt like Kyle always felt, well, I have to be a Viking. This is football, dude. No you don't. And guess what? When Kyle left, I'm going to go sign with the Giants. Flop. Let go after a year there. I'm going to go play with Tom Brady in Tampa. Flop. Um and so the reality is this. If Adam wants to take a drastic pay cut, yeah, come back. That's cool. Fine. He he will as as I said, he is he is the equivalent of the baseball player who the old saying goes, that dude could fall out of bed and hit Ken Herbeck, yeah. Tony Gwynn, yep. like there, there were guys like Adam Thielen for the rest of his life. Basically, God bless him, can fall out of bed and catch a football. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a skill. But as far as what he brings in separation, as far as what he brings in importance, if he still thinks that he in any way, shape, or form is worth the contract that he got, and by the way, that contract was a mistake. Crazy, the will you made a mistake. He is dead wrong. And if he thinks at his age that he is going to show you like. Could he fit in as a number three on a good team? Absolutely. But if you think you're going to come back and, and and get and get a semblance of the heyday of Diggs and Thielen, you are sadly mistaken. And so I think it's time, Dex. I want to throw down the gauntlet. I think it's time for Kwesi and KOC, who might be the greatest guys on the face of the earth. They love the culture, and that's fine. But it's time to also draw some very difficult business lines in the sand. And some of those are, we don't really owe you, Jack. We won't treat you poorly, and I don't think that they do, but we don't owe you. You don't deserve to be. If you want to retire a Viking, then I got news for you, dude. You might need to consider calling a press conference and hanging it up now. Then you retire a Viking. Um, But this notion that you are, you know, football is a brutal sport, takes its toll. And Adam Thielen, I am not denying, has given his all. And he's got his ass kicked to be a really good player. And he is a great story. And that is awesome. And it will be celebrated someday. He will be in the ring of honor, no questions asked. But, you know, this whole, i how many times, Declan, have we seen this Super Bowl, for lack of a better term, pity party, woe is me. I go tell you I've got a lot left. And no, you don't. Yeah, You know, so come on, let's get realistic here. And if you think that you were misused in 2022, or if you think that there's another, you know, a huge year at your age, 33 season, your reality is this. You should be considered at the best, a number three guy coming in to to next year. Um, and nobody owes you jack. What they owe the Vikings, crazy Kevin O'Connell and the Wolves, is every opportunity to win football games. And if you fit into that, great. And if you don't, then retire.
0: And this is where, you know, restructuring the contract, you know, adding void years like they've done with Thielen. They've done that. Uh, they did that with Anthony Barr. They've, they did it with Kirk Cousins, too. Um, I just, I, I kind of think you've, you can't just keep kicking the can down the road. You can't just keep putting this dead money and avoiding it and avoiding it. And avoiding. It. You can do that with some players. You do that in some instances for sure. Uh, But I think with Thielen, I think the writing's on the wall here, man. Like, unbelievable careers. Yeah, Cinderella's story rises up from nothing and becomes an an incredible wide receiver for the Vikings and playing for his hometown team. And at this point, if he's not interested in a pay cut, then I think the team has to basically pursue two options. Option number one, obviously, being a trade. Who wants him? Can you get a day three pick? Can you get a fifth or fourth round pick for him? I don't think you can, but...
1: I wouldn't give you anything for him. But,
0: but... Obviously, explore. There's always a sucker in the NFL, so go, go, go! Try and do that. And then option two is you just you have to cut him. I mean, you can't if they cannot pay him 19 million dollars and expect him to just turn back the clock and be the receiver he was from four years ago.
1: Well, and I don't want him if he still thinks that he's that that guy. I got to be honest. I don't want him in my building. Correct, because I don't want that. I don't want that smoke. I I don't want somebody coming up to my office and telling me, well, let's go back and watch film of me in 2017. Okay, that's great, dude. You know what? That's for a high school reunion. Um, And look, you know what? This is, and it's a glorious thing. This is a good thing. If you're a Vikings fan, be very happy. This is the offseason where Quasi and Kevin prove they're not that nice. Mm-hmm. This is the. Uh, there are a lot of rugs to unfortunately be pulled out from a lot under a lot of people who have given you their all, and that's how football works. This sport, if you want to win a Super Bowl, this sport has to be thankless. It's ruthless. It eats you up, says thank you much, and spits you out. Right, but I mean, this is because this is not just a feeling discussion. This is a Kendricks discussion. This is. I, I mean would I be shocked if they have called the agent for Harrison Smith and said, we got to get that contract down as well? No, I wouldn't be. No, I think he's viable still. I think he's very viable, but I mean, let's, you know, you ran it back and you got 13 wins and that was awesome. But you also basically have a lot of guys whose expiration date is stamped on their backsides as being very soon. So beyond what, Thielen said on press row at the Super Bowl, Dex, this is a whole discussion about, you know what? It's time for tough decisions. Dalvin Cook, Eric Kendricks, Thielen, Harrison Smith, maybe. Um, Jordan Hicks, who I don't consider to be a tough discussion. But there's a list of guys who you have to now sit down and say, we really appreciate it. Thank you much. If you're not going to play our, our game, we're going to have to move on. Yeah, and it's
0: that simple. And I would say I know you know we're still trying to figure out what what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins, whether it's an extension, um, moving on or or riding it out. But I I would this contract, in my opinion, poses the most difficulty. Like this uh, difficulty in terms of what they want to do with it. Uh, difficulty, yeah, Thielen's Thielen's oh, yeah. contract. I, I don't think yep. it's close to me. I know Kirk has a very very high cap hit, but they could just say we're going to enter this lame duck year and go for it. Hicks is an easy cut. You know, Dalvin Cook maybe dances a little bit more or teeters a little bit more in the feeling category, but also that's not that difficult to me. This feeling contract is horrible. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, and, and the difference too is this. So when, when we're talking, when we're talking about Kirk, we're talking about quarterback taste and what you think that he can do. And he's aging, but in no way do I think he's done like, the discussion about an extension for Kirk, smoothing out the 2023 cap hit or not, is really about fundamentally how do you feel about Kirk? And like Kevin O'Connell might be, like, I I think he's great. I, I think yeah, fourth and eighty through three yards, but I think he's great. The Thielen discussion is solely based on his contract. There is no way that Kevin O'Connell is saying, yeah, you know, he's got a good point. He's got a lot left in that tank. There's no way. So so. You know, Kirk, to be very clear about Kirk, all of our discussions about Kirk revolve around how much is left, he's still good, and what do you think of Kirk? And, like, we're not going to agree, necessarily, but Adam Thielen is cooked. Dalvin Cook is close, in my opinion. Um, Eric Kendricks, I'm done with. Not because he's a bad guy, he's a great guy. But I need faster, younger linebackers. So, yes, I, I think the discussions can be put into, into different bins. And to me, like the Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Eric Kendrick's bin is very different than the Kirk bin because the Kirk bin has much more depth to it. Yeah, And I think we all agree he's not cooked. The question is, when do you think it's going to be done there? With Thielen, I think it's basically done. He can still play if he wants, but he ain't playing for his current contract. Hey, That's by, not a debate.
0: By the way, I know he, uh, Adam Thielen was at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, I believe, about three years ago, right before COVID hit. Uh, we were all out there, and he sunk a putt of like 100 feet. It was an awesome moment. I yeah, think we really even good. captured it. play
1: professional golf. Go, go do that now.
0: Very good golfer. Well, I don't know if Thielen's going to be there, but you can be at the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. And In fact, right now, tickets are just $6 with promo code GOLFER. Promo code GOLFER, and you get in for just $6. And... 14 free rounds from TwinCitiesGolf.com. That's valued at nearly 500 bucks, uh, plus a coupon for $20 off at the PGA Tour Superstore. Go buy your tickets at MinnesotaGolfShow.com. That's MinnesotaGolfShow.com. Presented by Choice Bank, and thanks in part to Nelson Marine, Waggle Golf, X-Golf Minnesota, Liftbridge, and your select Buick GMC. Dealers, go check out the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. Judd and Mackie will be there. Judd and Mackie will be there doing some live podcasts right next to the 19th hole, so Judd can be You know, have one hand over as he reaches for a beverage. Yes. Dropping some more takes. It'll be a a blast. Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show, February 24th through the 26th.
1: And now you're saying, Sports Dad, is that you? Is that really you? (laughs) Because, you know, I remember, like, if you haven't watched this show in a couple of years, you saw Sports Dad when he was, uh, let's just say, a little bit. Bigger, but thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, that is no longer the case because they helped me drop 40 pounds. That's right. Look at the guy on the left, look at the guy on the right. Same guy, but guess what? The guy on the right, mm hmm, down 40 pounds. And here's the best part keeping it off. And that's the most important thing because we're not talking about a diet, we're talking about weight control centers, we're talking about a lifestyle change, we're talking about a change that was actually. Very simple to make. And just with smart choices and guidance from their dietitians, I dropped that weight. I am maintaining my my weight. And that is the best part. We've had a bunch of people in the uh, PD family contact us and say, I joined too, and it's been great. So I now want you to be the latest to look and feel great, have all those clothes that don't fit fit. And right now, guess what? 50% off. That's right. If you call them or go online and say, I want the Judd Score North Sports Dad Special, 50% off. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. That is how you can have a new you for two thousand. And twenty
0: three. Uh Judd, I do have some uh some other latest or some Vikings news from from yesterday at the award ceremony I want to get into, but any last things uh on Adam Thielen's uh contractor future here.
1: No, uh, I just think that uh I I don't think it's nearly as difficult a decision as he probably thinks from a player standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: Also Vikings Vent Line this weekend. Well, have some offseason addition, maybe some uh, reckless speculation. You got some, yeah, some guests yeah, joining us. Got some guests joining us, go check out Ventline on Sunday, of course purple access on Saturday too. Uh, but, Judd, little little uh, NFL award ceremony yesterday. Yeah. Justin Jefferson takes on the Offensive Player of the Year Award. Uh, Kirk Cousins did a number with Kelly Clarkson, which I I, I, saw I, I just, I don't know. I, I just, an,
1: Yeah. Now now that you're gone, a
0: tribute. Yeah, yeah. To Tom Brady. Yeah, we can sing it again maybe with some other players here in, in a few and weeks. she
1: said he could sing, and I really thought he was off key, but that's just me. That's just
0: you. That's just. I'm you. a hater. You're more the Simon Cowell of the panelists than, uh, than you know, than than the She's Powell still got the duel. Great
1: man, does she have a good voice?
0: She, Kelly is very good. Um, she is great. What well, was also interesting to me, Judge, so they also obviously handed out MVP and the AP and MVP of the year, Patrick Mahomes, of course. Uh, Jalen Hurts second, Josh Allen third, Joe Burrow fourth, Justin Jefferson fifth. So Justin Jefferson got the most MVP votes from a non-quarterback. He ends up finishing fifth in MVP. But also, yeah. another way to look at this, obviously, with taking home the Offensive Player of the Year award, he was the most valuable player who wasn't a quarterback in the NFL, right. according to the AP, last season.
1: Right. And I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I, about a month ago or so, three weeks back, they released the list of finalists. So he finished last, but that's not a surprise. Um, it's Yeah. It frustrates me that one award has become exclusively for one position. Uh I'm not saying at the end, end of the day, Mahomes didn't deserve it. He did. But I find it interesting that we have, I, I believe, the last non-quarterback to win MVP from the Associated Press, which is the one that, that the league recognizes, was Adrian Peterson with the Vikings in 2012.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, man, I i don't know how to get around it, but I got to think that there's there's times where this turning into an exclusive QB award. Yeah has to be I don't know if examined is the right word, but was Justin Jefferson really fifth on that list? I don't know if he was fifth. I think he might have been higher. Yeah. I mean without Justin Jefferson, what happens there? The Vikings do not win 13 games. They probably don't even get close. Yeah. I mean Kirk was good, don't get me wrong. But if you but but let's you let's replace let's take Jefferson off the team and say Phelan had been the top receiver and KJ had been the second guy. You know what what do you win? Nine games?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, he was worth He was worth numerous wins. I mean, the Buffalo game, obviously, with which I also, I think, was catch the, the catch year. of the year, rightfully it so. It was the catch of the year. Uh, that bought Vikings more time and bought them a huge win w- against the Bills, too. So, no, I agree. I agree. But, uh, yeah, Kirk, I don't know. Interesting singing voice. Glad he uh, got on well, stage you know, there, but kind of funny. He, he
1: had, the, what, from his days in high school in Michigan?
0: Yes, he. When,
1: when he sang, and so they knew. Did, did you hear... Poor George Kittle attempt to sing? Uh, no. Oh, Is my God. Uh, he said it was um, it was awful. It was an experience that my ears will not soon recover from. I, I mean, Kirk, look, I didn't think Clarkson said, Kirk's got a good voice. He can sing. Okay, I don't know for sure. But she's right. He didn't offend my ears. <laughs> George Kittle trying to sing because oh, the whole thing was that they, they would end up trying to sing part of a Kelly Clarkson song with a football theme. And then mm-hmm. she would kick in. Of course, she'd be, you know, she'd belt it out. It'd be outstanding. But, uh, yeah, that that was something that I don't know America was prepared for with George Kittle.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, not 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 the best. George Kittle's a big WWE guy. I love that he loves some wrestling. Oh,
1: God, he loves the wrestling. Maybe... You know who I saw? Who's that? Uh, before, because I, I w- went back to watch the Thielen thing with McAfee. McAfee's wrestling deal that they there, there's a whole no. thing where he like ends up taking on Vince McMahon or something. Yeah, that was
0: last year WrestleMania. Yeah,
1: my god, his moves are incredible.
0: Oh, he's very good. He he's very athletic. I mean, he does. He's back on commentary now, uh, I believe. Uh, okay, so so he's now back after taking it off because of because of game day, college game day duties. Um, but yeah, no, he wrestled last year and it was incredible. And then yeah, he's he's an athlete, man,
1: for a punter. He's a yeah, he's a real athlete.
0: Yeah, he's a. He's a damn, uh, damn good athlete. Judd, should we do a little mock here? I Do have a latest mock no, for far. you? Uh, let's do it here. Let's let's get a little mock draft action. But before we do, uh, Judd, it is the weekend. Got that? Some of those ice dams melting, but also inside your home, you got to worry about numerous electrical things. Uh, who yep. would you? Who would you call, or who would you recommend our Purple Dilia audience to call in the event you need some uh, home solutions?
1: Oh, I would send you to to my friend Cody and his team at, at Finch Home solutions who recently and i've been talking about this i allowed into my house now wow. not many people get into the house no, here, they don't. but you know what i called finch and here's the most important thing so they they uh they fixed the light in my basement that was not working and they put in two three-pronged outlets and here's the best part and here's where i'm going to let you in on a secret Ooh. there are certain people who do jobs electrical plumbing who when you hit on the right company you're like, these are my people now. Because you know what? Like something will go wrong, right? And if you don't have a guy or you don't have a company, you got to thumb through, you know, Google searches. And you got to hope that you hit on a honest and really effective person who does the the work. Well, electric, electrical-wise, Finch Home Solutions does the work and they are absolutely outstanding. And once you use them, you will know that... They will be your go-to for things that you need around the house. And the best part is Finch has same-day and emergency services available to help you at any hour. They're also offering free home safety inspection to all of our listeners. So take advantage to that and be sure to tell them that you heard about Finch on Score North because there are special deals for you for projects big and projects small. I'm telling you right now, get them in your phone and make sure that if you have electrical issues, they're your first call. Finch Home Solutions 612-357-2604 612-357-2604 finchhomesolutions.com finchhomesolutions.com they do fantastic work they're friendly they're fast they are who you want to use finchhomesolutions.com I All want right, a mock. mock.
0: All right, we got a uh, mock draft here, Judd, from CBS Sports, who is uh who's doing the mocking here so I can give I want to get the credit. Uh Josh it, Edwards. Okay. Josh what? Edwards of CBS Sports. And by the way, there are trades in this mock. There are trades Good. in this mock. I will say disclaimer. They don't tell me what the trade uh, uh cost is, but there are moving and shaking in this yep. draft board of the first round. That's standard procedure. Uh-huh. So
1: they often don't tell you.
0: The yep. Bears, with the first overall pick, trade back to the second overall pick. Mm-hmm. And the Texans come up instead from two to one. Bears go to one to two. And the Texans. Take quarterback. Bryce Young with the first overall pick. Bryce Young going first overall to the Houston Texans. And I guarantee you that
1: that got them, I guarantee this, that got them a a Texans first round pick in the future. Mm -hmm. That trade right there.
0: Right. Love it. So now the Bears are at two, but oh wait. They trade back again. The Bears trade back again because the Colts come up. The Colts come up. And they Ryan take Poles. their quarterback, C.J. Stroud. So back-to-back quarterbacks. That's another first-round pick for the Bears. Back-to-back trades, and the Bears have slid from 1 to 2, and they finally would make their pick at pick 4. Genius. What a haul from Ryan Poles. I, again, I don't know what the way it would look like. Ryan but,
1: Poles, man, not afraid to move uh, and shake. Shake and bake. My
0: goodness. Uh, going third overall to the Cardinals, Will Anderson Jr., the edge rusher, one of the best prospects in the draft. Uh, the Bears at that fourth overall pick uh, take Jalen Carter, defensive lineman, with the fourth overall pick. There, that's finally their their first pick. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's a great pick.
0: Uh, another quarterback off the board at five. Will Levis goes to the Seattle Seahawks uh, with the trade from with, with the Broncos Ooh. too. By the way, so the so the Seahawks uh, come up take Will Levis out of Kentucky.
1: Is Geno Smith not back then? Is that? Is that an indication that or, uh, Gino Smith walks?
0: Maybe a grooming. I you know. Maybe. Yeah, no. But behind, no, Gino Smith.
1: Know. Gino Smith is going to get a multi-year contract. Yeah, he's good. Either uh, from Seattle or somebody. That's really interesting.
0: Uh, another for six picks involved trades. The Lions come up with the six overall pick and, and trade with the Rams. They take edge rusher Tyree Wilson, a freak athlete. Uh, but right. he is he is ranked 16th though on the CBS Big Board. The Lions take him at six. So I, I guess you could say. Maybe a potential reach there. So
1: this guy thinks that the Lions are still... The Lions. The Lions, yeah. Okay.
0: Another interesting one here. um, Raiders go at seven. They take a tackle. Falcons go at eight. They take a defensive lineman. But Anthony Richardson goes to the Panthers at pick nine. Anthony Richardson. so, So what, four quarterbacks off the board in the first nine picks? My goodness. Richardson
1: keeps going up the board. The combine will be important there. Very important. The accuracy thing scares me.
0: Another trade, the Eagles go up to 10 with the Saints, and they take cornerback Devin Witherspoon. So okay. numerous trades. I mean, this guy's not That's messing the guy around Thor in CBS nice Sports.
1: Tuesday Thor loves that guy.
0: Uh, Titans at 11 take a tackle. Christian Gonzalez uh, goes at 12 with the Texans, who traded with the Browns in this mock. I mean, my God, just so All many. Right. I want
1: a mock. All, All right, mock. right, let's, let's get so to many. Let's
0: uh, get to the home team. Yep, first wide receiver at 14 to the Patriots. Okay, another tight end of the Packers at 15, by the way. Okay, that's great. All right, so after uh, some moving and shaking, the Vikings are finally on the clock at pick 23. And with the 23rd pick, Judd, the Minnesota Vikings select wide receiver Jordan Addison out of USC. USC. So uh, I think that's the first time we've gotten him mocked to the Vikings. Make sure you
1: send that to Phil. I think that I think that is
0: the first. Uh, so Jordan Addison, six foot, one hundred seventy-five pounds. The write-up says Jordan Addison, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson form a dynamic trio in Minnesota for right now. But the Vikings are set up with sustainability at wide receivers for many years to come. Uh, last season, Judd at USC. By the way, he played his first two years at Pitt, but last year at USC. 59 grabs, 875 yards, 8 touchdowns, averaged about 15 yards per catch. His sophomore season at Pitt in 2021, monster year, 100 grabs, 1,600 receiving yards, 17 uh, passing touchdowns. I believe he was Kenny Pickett's number one target there with Pitt in 2021. Um, But Jordan Addison, wide receiver, going to the Vikings at pick 23.
1: Well, that's a fortuitous mock draft, considering the theme of today's program. And uh, I would say if that's the case, then the receiver pecking order will go Jefferson, Addison, Osborne, Thielen probably gone. Um, But that also lends credence to my theory that your expenditure in free agency, because you'll probably have room for one, will be at cornerback. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to do that, you see, and this is what I've been – wrote this a couple days ago with you and Phil as well this is where I think that there might be a come to Jesus discussion at TCL about O'Connell saying you know what let's draft an offensive player first round let's get the fix or at least part of the fix from free agency at cornerback so instead of because it you know what it makes perfect sense right now to mock a corner which most are to the Vikings but if you think about it if you're O'Connell your development strength is on the offensive side of the ball, right? Right. And like that's where you want your guys. So if you were to take a receiver, which would which would probably allow you to sever ties with Thielen, because keep in mind too, he's going to come in on a rookie contract. Thielen being cut hurts you from a cap standpoint with with uh, the dead cash or the dead cap. So if you now say, okay, Brian Flores, we're going to appease you. We're going to make your day because we're going to pursue a cornerback in free agency that actually starts to make more sense. And, and by the way, I'm not talking about a, a older third contract corner. I'm talking about a guy coming out of his rookie contract that you like. So I'm not talking about a, uh, he's 31. He brings all uh, he's long in the tooth and brings stability. I'm talking about a guy that's proven himself, might not be a star player, but the one thing that Rick Spielman did that I always agreed with was, He targeted free agents coming out of their first contract because that's where they're going to pop. And that's where you are going to get guys who they don't come cheap, but you also that that second contract logic dictates they're going to survive it. If you sign a veteran guy in his 30s, that contract, if it's more than a couple of years, becomes dicey.
0: By the way, Jordan Addison is ranked the number one wide receiver, according to CBS, and the 11th best prospect. So him falling to 23 at the Vikings um, would seem like an ideal situation. I don't know if that'll be the case. Maybe we can ask Thor about it uh, on Tuesday with our reckless uh, draft speculation that we like to do.
1: And so you you said this dude from CBS Sports had six trades to start the
0: draft? Six trades to start Uh, the draft.
1: I I love this guy. This is how it should be. I, I almost think that we are now to a time period where mocking without trying to mock trades shouldn't be allowed. Like nobody, like no one's going to just, teams aren't just going to stand. well, if the Bears draft first, here's my guess on who they take. <laughs> that is so very 1996. It is. Right? No, you're like right. When you were a youth. Now I'm talking about <laughs> let's make trades. And the next thing is, the next thing, and I'm sure that it's being done by some, is projecting the trades themselves. So you're right. So it's going to be like the Texans and the Texans send their first and 24 to the Bears. You got to mock. If you're going to mock, you got to mock trades. I want to mock.
0: All right, so there you go. Another mock draft. Jordan Addison going to the Vikings at pick 23. I'll I'll make sure uh, Phil is aware of that one so we can tally them up as we do with all these mock draft updates as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft. Uh, Judd, any last thoughts here on this episode of Purple Daily?
1: No, I think I'm. I, I I think that that mock draft just solved any receiver problems. Thielen will be a great Packer, perhaps. Although he'd probably want to go somewhere. My guess, So so. Here's my question back to you: Would he be spite? Would he be so spiteful that he would go to the Packers, or would he actually try and catch on with a team that's got a realistic chance to win a Super Bowl?
0: I think the latter because there's
1: a big difference there.
0: The latter. The latter, he he would he would want to you want the chance to win a Super Bowl. I, I I don't see too much of the vengefulness uh weighing in as much as he wants to win a Super Bowl.
1: Well, yeah, I mean the vengefulness would weigh in. I but yep. I think you're probably right at his age that there's and look, that, that list is how long. Like teams that you realistically think. I mean, the Chiefs are always there. I don't see him going to Philadelphia, which is, which should be good again.
0: I actually have a write-that-down that I have in, in the bank because I, I bank a lot of predictions. Uh, that's what I like to I know do when you I you write do. that yeah, down. I
1: know you do. You're Travis Kelsey one, man. That took real cojones to predict that Travis Kelsey was going to catch the first touchdown
0: from the homes when it's like a one-to-one odds. Uh, but I have a C1 prediction. I'm going to save for write-that-down because I, I I have About three, where he ends up or what? I, yep. I have, it for I have, I have it three more. teams. I have three teams in mind that he will end up with in 2023. I think they're the three right. betting favorites. And you are the Packers will. one of them? They are not. Spoiler alert. They Are not the Packers? The are not interesting one stuff. Of them. All right, man. Hit the subscribe All right, button. Film back on Monday. Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment. Purple access tomorrow at Chip Scoggins from the Star Tribune. Vikings Vent Line on Sunday with yours truly and a couple Vikings fans. If you want to get in on a future episode of Vikings Vent Line, shoot me an email. It's the same email link we use for Vent Line. Vent Line at gmail.com. Check uh, Judd at a park tavern or a surly. Super near Bowl you. Sunday. He'll be there. i will be That's at the right. bar. St. Louis Park. Go check out sports. Or Go hang out with them. All right, we'll be back full strength Monday.